All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Paradigm Podcast. We hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for clicking on this video and spending some time with us. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, so before we get started, we want to remind you we're starting, we just started a new book. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, um, and it's been pretty interesting so far. So we recommend you go pick it up. Uh, Amazon, wherever you get books, Barnes & Noble, if they still have those. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we get started... Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, drop a comment down below. Um, we hear about the conspiracies in Napoleon Hill. Do you have one? We want to hear about Ooh. it. We've been reading about them. So drop them down in the comment section down below. And uh, all the information you need about us and how to contact us will be down in the description box. So go ahead and click that and reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so this week we're going to be discovering, uh, discussing chapter two and chapter three. So our we have different editions of the book, so our titles are a little different. A little bit. But they and they discuss a little bit different things, but they're along the same lines. So it'll actually lead to some pretty good discussion, I think. So we'll go ahead and jump into that. So first, what are your guys' thoughts on the book so far? Um, uh, I like be just, real, be real. Off the in top. general, be real. in general, like I find it um, when I first got into a law of attraction books, I loved it. You know, what I mean, I think who wouldn't appreciate how to like develop your mindset and develop the character you need to become to become the person you want to become. But over time, like the more I got into like sales and network marketing, um, I I learned a lot, but I also learned the bat the, the opposite side of the areas where a lot of people don't succeed just by changing your mindset. And so I started to look into that um, side as well. But I definitely find a lot of faith and a lot of like uh, gratitude when it comes to quote unquote law of attraction. I think it makes you appreciate what you have and what you want um, and also the steps it takes to get where you're going and also the steps that can possibly happen if you develop a devil within your mind and you let it control you. So there's a, there's a wide variety of how I think about the law of attraction or like, um, cause I just refer to these books as like law of law attraction. Of attraction. Yeah. I was, was going to ask, it's do like you think this book is like a law of attraction like book? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, cause it, 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 like, I think how I identify law of attraction books is like, if you change your mind, this should happen. It's like, that's not true. You know what I mean? Like law, you should, you could, you should have faith in everything you do, but there's no guarantee in anything just because you change your mind and you have a better outlook on life doesn't give you a better out outcome than someone else. Just that has simply like a, the change of mind. Yeah. And I think okay. what book really, like I like a lot from Napoleon Hill is as a man thinketh. Cause is he says him? like, huh? That's him. Uh, it might've been Napoleon Hill. I think it was James Allen. I James Allen. Who is it? Yeah. It's right there. James Allen. James Allen. So, I don't who, think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like, why I like that book so much is because the, what he's talking about is like, there's a negative person that we're in the corporate America where like he used an example, but I'm just paraphrasing. Okay. There's an, uh, a person that gets to the top by let's say, say doing shady things. There's a person that's sort of in the middle or at the bottom that operates in complete the good integrity. part, like yeah, integrity, respect. And he's like, why am I, why am I at this level? And why is this person at that level when they do all these bad things or maybe the things that aren't respectful? And it's not that outlook that gives you your uh, credibility or your status. It's the fact that like you two are just two different people and you're at two different, but it, and if you're looking at that person's success as something wrong, then what gives you the, 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 the status or credibility to get to that person's? So right? all that to say, you're kind of, are you taking this book with like a grain of salt yeah, or absolutely. just an open yeah. mind? Yeah. Okay. So as a man thinketh, I like it a lot just because it talks about the realist, like just because you have a positive out, out, outlook on life doesn't mean you're going right. to get the same outcome as some other people. So you're kind of, you're trepidatious to jump all the way. Absolutely. In. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about you guys? 
Um, my thoughts on the book right now, I, um, I think it started off, you know, kind of like with obviously the background of Napoleon Hill. I think we're mm-hmm. getting into the, the guts of the overall arching topic yeah. and the kind of how to outwit the devil, which we'll get into um, chapter three when he has the first kind of like interview with the devil. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm really, I'm really loving the, the the topics that he's describing, such as you know faith and and what it means and how to get uh, overall success in your life, and where does faith come into play? And um, I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting so far for me. Yeah. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think you touched on a really good part. I mean, my favorite part of chapter two was when he talks about prayer and faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what screamed out of that to me is that. It affirmed how I pray. Like mm-hmm. I'm like when I pray, I'm just like I list all the things I'm thankful for, mm-hmm. and I always go like I'm so happy about my job, about where I live, that I'm healthy, like all the all these things, you know. Right. And like in the book, he talks about when he changed. Like for some people, praying is like a wish list. Mm-hmm. For for others, it's like a dude. Isn't it so sick that all these things are going right? Right. And then and then it's like and then just with your own hard work. You go make your prayers happen, you know, like like the best you can. And but yeah. because you're because like your mind and body is aligned with like you're the doing part, it feels like everything's like a lot of times going in the right direction. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, you go back to your prayer and you're like, I'm thankful that I'm able to eat right now and I'm not hungry. I'm not gonna go to bed hungry. You know, yeah. like I'm thankful that I have these things. Like you know, and then like because you're you like acknowledge that that you can be grateful you have a better outlook and you fucking work harder anyway. It seems like to me, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree with that. That's an interesting way. Uh, I'd be curious to see the, the reader, um, the listeners and the readers of this book, you know, how do you pray? Uh, let us know in the description, mm-hmm. reach out Great to question. us. Um, I think that was interesting that he talked about prayer as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's even a joke. It'd be like, Lord, please give me a Bentley. Lord, please. I want a new truck. You know, it's like, dude. <laughs> what kind of truck you want? Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody. I don't think it's really even taught to be like, man. I'm, I'm so thankful to even just be like, in yeah. good health. That, you know, isn't it weird? And you know, I know we're gonna, we're gonna get into yeah. it, but I think a lot of the topics, like this book, is pretty. I, I would say, practical. Like it, it, it's very spiritual, but it's like straight to the point. Mm. And uh, I think Hill wrote it in that way. Um, I, I don't know why, just because it's, you know. It's very, it's very just to the point. Um, and I think um, the topics in this book um, require just a lot of conversation to be told. Yeah. Um, for me, I agree that I think uh, with this one, it's not what? Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, to be honest. We should cut, we should cut that part. <laughs> I'm still a little high. Sorry. And that part. Yeah. Right, don't think it. we need to say words. <laughs> bring it in right here. Bring it in. <laughs> right here. Okay, for myself, um, I think it's interesting because the the book is written so different. Com- we tend to do like these research books and then light book and then research book and then light book. Switching back to light book from JBP, like JBP's got every sentence, you really got to hang on it and like dissect yeah. it, it seems like. With this one, you can kind of read and be like, ah, and then boom, you get to a point, you're like, oh, I like that idea. Let me break that down. In terms, like in terms of trying to research and extract what the author's talking about, it's a little different. And so flipping back over, I'm like, oh man, I'm almost bored. But uh, with when you actually sit down and really try to process the ideas and the questions that come up, it, it does prompt good thought. So I, I do think it's an interesting book, uh, a lot different than what we started with. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. I, Go ahead. I think just to pivot on what you said real quick is like the thing with the JPB books is like sometimes it's such like uh, like a theory he's putting out there. Right. That it's hard to even fucking get it all straight in your own head. Um, oh, yeah. With with, with with this, it's just like it's fucking one thing. It's like, dude, just do the work. That's yeah, what it yeah. seems like to me. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. JPP will be explaining an idea and, like, da, 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 and another thing. And then, da, 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 yeah, yeah. And like mid sentence. Like, what, is... what I meant to say earlier is, is because of how like practical or, um, you know, straightforward it is. It's sort of you're, you're sort of reading this book in terms of yourself and it's very individualistic. I think JBP, you know, coming coming from that book, it was more bigger world, Culturally. big problems, a lot of um, variables in there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. a society and culture and individual history and you know stories. It's touching on a lot of things. I think this one's pretty to the core of to like your mind. Yeah. You know, your yeah. state of mind. Yeah. yeah. I think JBP, like, just a little because I want to give a little two cents into it as well. Like yeah, JBP's yeah. book is like. I want to say logic. It's like you can look and point to something that's like, okay, well, he mentioned this here because of this here. It's like you can point to stuff. This yeah. book is like your own spiritual awareness of your own self and where you stand. And then you have to be able to dissect it with your own, within your own and self. And it's because it's being described, like Hill's describing his yeah. own internal yeah. like dialogue and you get to, you get an insight into his state of mind mm -hmm. at the time because yeah. it's written like that. Yeah. So Interesting right. book overall. All right, I'm going to move us forward with the next question of what's the big idea of chapter two? Um, I think oh, go ahead. I, for gratitude, at least for me, like gratitude. Um, <clears throat> there's m multiple parts that he talks about. But one thing that really stuck out to me is where he gives examples uh, for us. Um, I'm not sure what, where it would be in your book, Jay, but for us, it'd be page 44. Okay. He states, uh, I discovered that I possessed a sound body, which I had never uh, which had never been seriously damaged by illness I had in mind, which was reasonably and well-balanced. I had a creative uh, imagination through which I could re render useful service to great numbers of people. I was blessed with all the freedom I desired in both body and mind. I possessed an imperishable desire to help others who were less fortunate. It's like when I heard that, like when I think of prayer or like um, awareness of my meditation or like what I'm thankful for, I always try to... Um, develop a better way of being appreciative for my mind, body, and spirit okay. instead of stating, Oh, like I'm glad I'm alive. Like okay. I think it within my own self, I always try and like, how else can I define to myself? Like why I'm grateful to be alive. And I think that was just a perfect example of like gratitude, the way he stated, like I've never been seriously ill. I've never been in like a hospital bed dying for my life. You know, that's yeah. something to be really grateful for. So it's like when I read that, that kind of, put the bow tie on the chapter for me like at least chapter two like just gratitude you know what i mean like yeah you're thankful that to, yeah develop your gra uh your your gratefulness develop your prayer develop your your thought process behind why you believe where you're at um, yeah that, that that subsection is called a new way to pray yeah a new way to pray a new way to pray how about you guys what do you think the overarching idea was for me i got that um faith is just crucial to someone's overall uh success or great greater achievement in life um it's very important to your own success equation it was a oh, personal success equation right okay. i think yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah 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 man i loved that i think this this chapter gave me i think clarity of like what faith actually means you know even to me in my own my own way of uh i guess thinking or my own internal dialogue with myself how does my own faith come into play when i am praying or when I just operate uh, under times where I'm hitting like 
uh, a low in my life or things are getting hard and it, like where does my faith come into play so yeah, yeah. i thought it was i thought faith is is the the highlight of, of this chapter faith gratitude you have anything yeah. to, add yeah. to that john I'll- if you got anything to add, then you can. But I, I'm with I'm, I'm with David. I mean, then Devin's thing is like number two for me too. So like okay. that's the whole chapter for me. Yeah, cool. faith is important when times are are hard because overall, uh, I think he describes it in the book like most the great leaders that we think of in the world, they all went through some really really hard times, yeah, and I think the, the faith and persistence kind of carried them through. Like it took Edison what ten thousand. Failures. you know failures to get to his um his success yeah right it's yeah. the courage to have faith you know yeah like cowards don't have faith and then they just never do you know yeah like they have the courage to like to keep trying even though you suck because you're like in a year maybe it'll be better but if i don't do anything right um, the other self is faith. leading with the faith at the, the forefront yeah, at my job actually, there's a in the restroom. There's John Wayne art everywhere. I don't know why, but on there it says, "Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway." Cowboy <laughs> shit, dog. And I was like, dude, I, f- I, love that's that dope. I love that. I love that. And so the courage to have faith, right? Yeah. You're scared. You don't think that you you can achieve it, but have the courage to saddle up anyway. I think yeah. that was so great. Yeah. Right. So. And, oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to talk about mine's a little different, but if you you have something to add, go go right ahead. Uh, no, I want to hear I want to hear that part first, and then okay. maybe we can go into. So at the end of chapter one for my book, it started talking about invisible counselors. Okay. Uh, how much did it talk about invisible counselors in chapter None. two? None. Mm-mm. Okay. So mine, the chapter of uh, title was an interview with my invisible counselors. Okay. Uh, so we get to meet the people that he keeps in his head to. It sounds crazy, but to keep in his head to have discussions with. Um, but it, the way he describes it, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. So in page 58, he says, My original purpose in conducting council meetings with imaginary beings was solely that of impressing my own subconscious mind through the principle of auto-suggestion with certain qualities of character I desired to acquire. So when I say invisible council meetings in his head, the people that it keeps in his head, it sounds wild, but the original purpose is because those people embody character traits that he wants mm, right okay. um and to run it by so hey i'm about to make this big decision mm. let me run it by um david goggins it's not like he's really rubbing it running it by david goggins in his head it's because david goggins has a quality that he has thinks is you know he embodies that david goggins embodies in his head yep. what would he do based on what i know from the person how would he react and what would he do yeah and so you're trying to extract that character trait oh i look up to this person right um you know i don't want to go to the gym let me run it by david goggins and be like quit being a bitch <laughs> stay hard you he's know he's gonna and tell like, you to join an ultra marathon yeah, or dude. else you're a pussy uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be like look step it up what'd you do last week you gotta step it up yeah, you yeah, know? yeah so for sure that's why i think we all agreed that david goggins would be great to have on the council but it's like these are character traits we embody so um i you know i think last week i asked a little bit and we kind of touched on it a little bit but <clears throat> invisible council we talked about david goggins being on that council i think we may have mentioned jbp as well do you guys recall uh, possibly i, I think I remember, we were talking about it then we ran off on like a little tangent, tangent. yeah i remember what i said of like effect i don't think i answered like these like like a single person, I think immediately the first thing that comes to my mind is I think of you guys as my oh, invisible yeah. counsel. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, like there's times where I'm like, all right, well, what, what would 
how would Devin do this or how would Jay approach this situation? Mm-hmm. I think it works. It works pretty good with me. I, I don't think I, I think of, well, I guess in a way, like, I guess celebrities are like more like yeah. well-known people, you know, like, I don't immediately think of David Goggins, maybe when I'm in the gym, right. like sometimes, you when know, the situation calls for it. Yeah. Right. So I, I was thinking about revisiting it. Cause we did, like you said, we kind of ran off on a tangent. Just if you can nail, like just rattle some off and maybe a reason why, as to who you would put on your invisible council and, and why and what character trait are you trying to extract? Mm. It, like last week we talked about David Goggins. What character trait is that? Are you trying to extract from that that person? Um, cool question. I mean, does that have to be an invisible council? Like, what if you have a real council? Like, if I nah. have a real question, I would just call somebody. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Like, I mean, if I have like things to do with like management or money, I would call my aunt because she's actually pretty good at stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I have a problem with like um, how to fix this thing, I would call my dad. Yeah. And he'd be like, okay. okay, okay. He's like, I hear your problem. Okay, this is how I would do it. Okay. Um, so stuff like that. I have like family members and peers who I would call. Like if I have a work okay. thing, I would call like a certain coworker who's like yeah. good at that thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So even like immediate family, close friends, people you know, um, can act as some sort of not invisible, very, very tangible counsel. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think it's part of like a normal healthy life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I wonder, if, uh, I wonder, I'm curious to the, to the viewers and readers also, you know, let us know who, who is your, uh, invisible counsel. Who, who's the first person you think of? We're, we're talking about, you know, JBP, David Goggins. If you don't know these people, research them, look them up, but oh, yeah. maybe think of people right. in your immediate circle that or is coming to mind right now because John's talking about people he actually knows. Yeah, you know, I'm my example is people here Close that by. I know. I think I would even put Waka on mine. Waka, yeah, yeah, dude. Like the mindset that he carries is um, is amazing. It's almost like it's Goggins in a different aspect of the world. You know, mm-hmm. I I will say there's like certain anime characters who like okay their mindset in the show yeah. inspires me to just want to work harder. Like there's like. They're all like underdog loser guys who just like train to become the best pretty much. And I'm like, bro, if Asta can do it, like dog. Yeah. Do Do you ever, uh, I have a question. Do you guys ever have a a seat open for yourself or the the version of yourself that's, you know, like everything that you want to be, but that's like, you're sort of talking to that version Mm -hmm. of yourself and you're like, all right, David, I, I need you to. What would, what would this version of David tell me right now? Yeah, I, that's kind of what I live in. That's kind of like where my, like, it, I guess to put a perspective on it, that's how, like, my mind works. That's how, like, that's how I see mine. It's too. like, what, okay, like, if this is the best version of whatever field or, like, this is the best version of everything in my life, who I could be, that's that person. That's sort of, like, who I look to, like, get For guidance? From. Yeah, like, because I think David Goggins, like, I even find the inspiration in The Rock, like, um, like all these big names, but like who wouldn't find, you yeah, know I mean? Like yeah, who right. wouldn't yeah. find this inspiration? But there, there's also small players, like, uh, not small players, but people that you may not know, like people watching us don't know any of us personally, right. but I find like anytime I go to the gym, like, damn, like what's, what's David's like PR on this or like, what's, mm-hmm. how is John, like, are you guys still doing the knee over, uh, yeah, uh yeah. toes thing? Like when I go to do squats, I think about like, damn, I wonder if John's doing it like this. So it's like. I'm always thinking of other people of like, or when I saw Daniel, like the photo of you and Daniel in the gym, like Daniel has such a good start right now that like, I see myself, like if he's pushing himself, we're in competition right now. 
Like, yeah. I don't ever want to oh, lose yeah, that drive. Dan, you're know, watching this. You're my competition, dog. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like people, people are working so harder strong. than you right now. You know what I mean? That want what you had at that age and you're still, you may still be working on it or maybe you achieved it and you need to go to another level. So it's like, I'm always trying to like. That's literally David Goggins. Yeah. So that, like I'm, that best version of myself is that helps me a lot. Yeah. yeah. That, I'm definitely sitting at the table with everybody. No, that's a really good question. I don't think I've ever, you know, I won't say ever because that's kind of like um, overarching language, but I don't think uh, there's, I've never imagined myself having a seat at the table like no. it's always I don't think I never really thought about it as for myself yeah. my mental scape isn't like a culmination of people sitting at a long table mm. you know yeah okay. uh, but if I think about it like that you should have yourself on there and um, it almost reminds me of so <laughs> speaking of anime Naruto has an episode of um, where it's called the shadow clones right uh, meeting the shadow clones so he clones them and they, have, they work all night so let's say it's like 24 hours and he refuses to break the jutsu to send them back Right. Oh, okay. And then when he's finally done with them, he's like, all right, I'm going to send you back. And they're like, you don't appreciate us. And it all comes down to he doesn't recognize himself and all of the clones and all of them represent different eras of his life that he had to be this person. Oh. So he had to be he had to be angry sometimes. Right. He had to be sad sometimes. He had to be the go getter sometimes. And so you almost have to have a how many seats and personalities and different times of your life that you were, how many of those do you consult with? Yeah. Right? And, I, you know, when you think about it like that, I, I think that that's really interesting. I, I'd like to think about it more like that. And really that turns into input, process, output. And for me, I think it's more input, output sometimes. It's never like mm. input, some process, output. I think this that this whole chapter that's is kind of more a, that's about That's the struggle we pretty cool at, cool at, dude. Like, okay. I've been in the whole, so I've been in the whole, if you do it the right way, I'm doing the whole sober October thing. Yeah. And like, because I've been allowing myself, it was like a Friday night and Saturdays for a lot of fucking like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And dude, like, I smoked my first bowl and like, I had just so many things. I was like, all these things, like, that, like, normally I just am an input output guy. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's one of the things why I'm successful and like in ways because I'm very just like, I do the thing. I know the things I got to do. And yeah. like, the output is always 100, I feel like. Okay. But I don't process a lot of things, you know? I'm just like, okay, that's another thing I'll just handle. Okay. Like, I get high, and I'm like, I really start to break shit down. I'm like, I could do all this <laughs> shit so much better, yeah. you know? Like, like, like just, like, social things, like, how I'm do teaching. Do you have an example? Um, Maybe that you were processing? I was thinking about jujitsu class and, okay. like, this, this, this thing I've been doing. And, like, I just got high, and, like, I thought about so much more things okay. than, like, I normally would. Yeah. And I went into the next class. Um, I I thought I went to the next class better because I thought about I thought about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And because I needed to up my game in a certain area that I've been lacking. And okay. instead of just like I acknowledge that because I was high, and then I just I fucking spent twenty minutes watching YouTube videos. And then I went in and I was like, yeah. Even though coach hasn't taught me this, like I know what I was doing was wrong. So I'm gonna start just trying to do this. I'm like. Maybe I wasn't having success, but like, it was a it was a step in the right direction. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice, yeah. dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah! That processing stage is like the key. You know, yeah. once you've developed that routine and you're like, I get it, I've, I've figured it out, and then to get pushed out of that and to be like, oh, maybe I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Let me try something new, and then it actually works. Is that processing step is it's crazy? Is, um, do you think when you input and then output instead of doing the 
ops, not offset, but the process process version of that input process output mm-hmm. um do you find it that the process like why maybe like for you jay like um processing is a little bit difficult or maybe it's exhausting in every aspect because like to input something and have to process it every single time is yeah, like it's a lot. like would you do you find that input and output is just better suited for routine like it's it's too uh, much to have process in the middle of those. Yeah, I think that's why we developed yeah. a routine so we don't have to do the processing side yeah. of things. Like when you wake up, it's like yeah. brush teeth, use the restroom, shower. So it's just like I can be in mechanical mode and not think. Um, that's true. I feel that I'm a fucking yeah. good robot, dude. That's right. what I feel like yeah. too. Can you be a good robot? Is that's a great way mm. to put it. Like once you develop the the software for the robot to get through the minutia, then the that's- processing is the part. I do a lot of that. As somebody that like, has yeah. to read scientific literature, I have to sit there, read a sentence like JVP, process what they said, try to understand it and move forward. Yeah, and then the when same. you move into your normal routine, everyday stuff, it's like, I can't process all this extra but stuff, I should. all this new stuff. Right, but I, I just should. Took in. Yeah. Because like, there's things, if I were to just sit there and process a little bit more relationship-wise or yeah. um, the gym-wise or anything like that, if I were to just process it a little bit more instead of being like, okay, I found my robot, my, my routine, I could just robot here. Yeah, I think that the only reason why I asked that question because to me, the input output versus input process output, it, it aligns with faith. When you're doing anything new or you're taking in new information, you have to have the ability to like process that middle section yeah. to process the input that you're receiving because it's new information. You can't input output instant new stuff. And so when we're learning like about faith and how to jump into a new field or maybe take on more task, yeah, it takes a little bit more energy based on like mental, physical, spiritual, whatever, because it's new. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people like try to stray from is creating that process between input and output because we're so routine. We yeah. want everything to be mechanical and like, if I do this, I can get this outcome. Well, like the new stuff that we try isn't going to work like that because we right. don't know anything. We don't yeah. know the output. We don't right. know what, what the outcome's going to be. So, Yeah, I think in that input-output method, we have schemes in our head to deal with certain problems. And we just input this fits into this box here's the result send it you know and so um i think a lot of people including myself just remove the processing stage altogether a lot of people just like okay i've established a routine i'm robot now and they don't even like input output process Mm -hmm. where you put that process matters too like input process output is a delay there so there's more time Mm -hmm. before the the result comes input output process is here's the what i did Here's the result. What data can I extract from it? And how can I change it for the next input output? Hmm. But some people don't have the process at all. So it's just, here's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and that's how you fall into the person that is arrogant when they become a leader is, oh, I figured it out. I'm a routine. We're, we're, We're robots. You know, we know what to do. Here's the robots. Here's the plan. Do the plan. The person that's like processing post or during is, um, can be seen as a threat because hey i've already built this routine dude like yeah don't change chill it. and and yeah. so instead of becoming a better robot it's like i'm the robot so yeah. um that processing step include it somewhere if it's after or during that including including it's a lot more mental exhaustion but i feel like the more you just like if you run a um 100 miles <laughs> you have to run 25 first Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to run 10 before that. So it's like um, input that process and figure out yeah. how to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that means you have to be um, keen to picking up results. Yeah. Right. You have to figure out how your schedule is and what the robot does and how can it be more efficient. Be a robot. Yeah, and that's the process that like a lot, a lot of us don't. Yeah. So I think that was just a yeah. good question. No, it's a, it is yeah. a good question because you're, you're right. And John put a great point on it with the robots. I'm a good robot. 
<laughs> Robot, huh? Do you guys have anything else to mention for chapter two? Uh, there was a part. No, if you guys have something. Uh. So in their book, it was a little bit more background information of like the story of Napoleon Hill, like leaving West Virginia, all that stuff. So I uh, do. Did, did they talk about a point where um, there's a part where he refers to um, ever um, every suffering is rewarded, every sacrifice is made up, every debt is paid. Did, did you talk about anything uh-uh. like that? Like where, um, I think it's the subheading for giving. Uh, it's like, uh, okay. well, it's called faith has a new meaning to me, but okay. he talks about um, for everything that you do in life, there's always a, so every good thing you do, there's always a reward. Every bad thing you do, there's always a reward. And what I heard was everything you do, every thing, task that you try to accomplish or don't accomplish, there is a consequence on the end of that. Um, bad or good. Okay. And so um, you're succeeding at something. Yeah, you're doing called, you're, it, the law of compensation. The law of equivalent exchange. Okay. Yeah, and so um, I, I made a note. <laughs> Is that what like, he called it? No, that okay. comes from like that comes from alchemy. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, physics too. For every reaction, is equal. The law of yeah. compensation, yeah. I think, yeah. is what yeah. it's described yeah. as. And then yeah. he says, okay. uh, um, "I seriously doubt that any man can avail himself of the benefits of his other self as long as he is steeped in greed and." Uh, Ever, I don't know how to say that word. Mm-hmm. A various, a various, envy and fear. <laughs> but if I'm wrong in this conclusion, then I still have the unusual honor of being one who has found peace of an, and happiness through a viewpoint that was not sound. He says, "I would prefer being thus wrong and happy to being right and unhappy." And I was like, "Damn!" So it's like anything you give to the world to service of anybody, like. You should have a, I guess, I guess a good heart. Like the other day I gave a homeless person five bucks. And first thing that always comes to my mind when I give money to homeless people is how do you know they're going to go buy something good with it? I don't, I can't control their actions. But like, if I give the $5 to someone that like, Hey, they haven't ate in a week. That's the heart that I like, that's the good in me that I'm like thinking about. Cause I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. But at the end of the day, the reward that they're going to get from it, I can't control but the reward I got from giving that person five bucks was like, hey, like I worked for this money. Like I want to give it because you seem like you're in a hard time. I'm not expecting anything in return, but I know life later on will be like, here's something. Karma. Someone's karma. Yeah, that, that yeah. idea. So I, I love that part of where he talks about karma, yeah. uh, bad or for good. You get There's always a opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah, like if you're lazy now, it pays back later. Yeah, yeah it's, I like that idea. I do yeah. like that idea a lot. So I like how he put, uh, I would prefer thus be wrong and happy than be right and unhappy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, before we started recording, I think, Devin, you mentioned something really good. I think it would be a really good discussion point. Um, is that the belief that the devil is an external force and people neglect that it can be internal? Do you want to expand yeah. upon Ooh, that? That's a good one. Because um, yeah. I definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts, too. But yeah. I think of devil. Foreman has like, a question for me. Um, okay. So when I was younger, I thought. Like, all I heard, like, horns, bread, evil, yeah, like, monster type thing. But as I got older, I recognized the devil is your own awareness of Mm. bad and good, right and wrong. Um, The devil is concerned with your consciousness. It's not concerned with all this material stuff that we have laying around. Um, And so I think most people that don't really look into faith or maybe not understand prayer or even say religion, because I'm not like a 
hardcore religious person, but I do believe in God. I do believe in faith. I do believe in prayer and okay. having faith in yourself and your family and what all the union. Okay. Um, I think we focus on external things because that's what we know. And we want to believe that right and wrong, the devil is going to present, present himself in the form of the external. Everything that we know is right and wrong is within ourselves. Mm. Like the external world has no idea. Like I your right and wrong may be different from my right and wrong. Yeah, very subjective. And so the question I would have like for everybody, for you guys, like if the devil is external or internal, how would you be able to like uh, come to terms with the devil having grips of someone's like consciousness? Mm. Like if it's external, external or internal. External right? or internal. Yeah. yeah. So if, it, go ahead, John. It, it's like both, you know, it's like not one thing, uh-huh. you know, like he, he, he talks about it in the chapter two. He's like, he's like with every atom, there's a positive negative side. Right. Yeah. I have half of that thing, yeah. no matter what it is. And this yeah. is chapter so, three when um, yeah. Napoleon Hill so, is interviewing the devil. Yeah. So it's like, it's both. I mean, like, like maybe you can be corrupted, but also you could be like a lighthouse and there can still be people externally that ha- are like, devil possessed like evil people like mm-hmm. i was like watching this show i'm like one of the characters like sabotage another one and that's some shit you would always see in the kitchen these fucking like um people who don't want to see you doing good they're like why is this fucking person trying to like be better and like they'd fuck them up on purpose mm-hmm. so it's both inside and outside like you can't control the outside you know yeah and if you can that means your sphere of influence is like strong you yeah, know like yeah. you're doing you're doing a lot of good things around you mm-hmm. so it's, like, both things that. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point that he said you can't control it right yeah. the internal one is the only one that you have a possibility of controlling mm-hmm. and like yeah. i think we've all seen the video it's a it's a advertisement that's going around jbp's like i'd much rather be acquaintances with the man that has a has a demon inside of him and knows how to tame it or yeah. aggressive uh, aggressive nature and knows how to tame it versus the man that never developed it mm-hmm. yeah um, because that internal struggle at some point is going to come up, and if it's never mm-hmm. developed, then you're more likely to be fully. That's why this jujitsu shit's so fucking cool, dude. Really? Like, dude, it's actually it makes me so calm after. Like, like I get to go to like simulate a war like two, three times a week, <laughs> like like fight my like my heart out, you yeah. know? And I I I literally lose like all the time, right. like like you know like. And it's fucking cool. Like, I'm like, dude, that was so sick. Yeah. You know? Um, it's like, dude, you I beat my ass like, so good. Dude, I'm going to say something like that. Like, hey, yeah, hey, yo, no homo. You fucking Pause. Uh, uh, just kidding. But, um, yeah, dude, it's like refreshing. Yeah. Don't neglect the inner the inner um, devil, the inner demon that you have. Because mm-hmm. um, it will present itself either way. Yeah. So, tack- go, go find him. Yeah, tackling like the way. Because I, I, I do believe there's an external, but... I believe that the internal is a lot stronger than the external because yeah. the example John gives um, earlier about the kitchen, like if you are developing in a manner and you're trying to work your way up the ladder of uh, any sort of like food chain or any sort of restaurant chain or whatever you're doing, okay. um, there are going to be forces that are going to stop you externally. And then internally, it's going to get to your mind. It's going to try and grip you and say like, you're not good enough. You're not doing it. But it started externally. And then you look at that person, they have internal shit. So their internal turned into external, which in retrospect turned into now your new internal. Hmm. Their um, 
they influence each other. Yeah. There's an interplay. Yeah. It's the, it's like the atom. It's yeah. for every negative, there's a positive, but yeah. you just have to be able to counteract that shit with like faith and belief in yourself. That mm. like this shit's going to exist. The yeah. walls are going to pop up everywhere I go. Like, good point. So That's a very good point. Just don't focus on the external bad shit that like you yeah. have a lot of power in your mind. Makes yeah. me think of, uh, was it seven habits? The circle of influence. Yeah. 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 Internal versus external. Dude, yeah. that, I see so much like commonalities between the books that we read about starting with <laughs> thoughts yeah. and what you can solve internally versus externally. There's yeah. a lot of power, like uh, potential energy. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot of stuff about physics and nice. potential energy. There's a lot of potential energy in you. Those yeah. nighttime thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, watching physics videos <laughs> on quantum entanglement. Oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel like uh, <laughs> I'll ask one more overarching question and I'm going to fine tune it. Uh, I kind of want to like target some things and and you guys are welcome to do it as well. Um, But the overarching topic of three, I think is just the interview with the devil and trying to figure out who that person is. Yeah. But what did you guys enjoy that? How did you feel like it was fabricated? Did you feel, you know, I heard you listen to audio book. So I'd like to hear your guys' experience with that. I like the conversation the best. That's, that's my favorite part of the book. I'm glad we're finally getting into that because it's like, um, not just, um, just verbiage being spouted. It's an actual conversation that, uh, Napoleon Hill, um, talks about. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's imaginary, if he talked to somebody, we, we won't know, but the conversation's really good. You know what I mean? Like it's based around the things that we talked about a few seconds ago, like, for every negative, there's a positive. The, the the opponent that the devil faces every day is the right, the God, the righteous human, um, the God, the, the positive in everything. Um, but we let negative shit consume us so much that yeah. it's like, he, it, it's easy to lean into negative shit than it is to lean into stuff that's like hard and righteous and like discipline and I know best, but mm. we're human. We're going to fuck up. <laughs> I mean, so you like the mm-hmm. conversation aspect of it and how yeah. it's like. It's almost like practical. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're just listening to a conversation or an interview, right? Right. Like interviews are pretty popular nowadays. So. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. How about you guys? Are you guys reading it in the sense of like, hey, this is somebody's thoughts or this is the devil or how you guys um, I, I don't really know. Uh, when when it, it, there is like that little disclaimer, like no one knows like if this is his thoughts or if you like had some like spiritual experience talking to the devil. I think the, the real benefit is just from the conversation alone of what the devil in the conversation is saying, just saying in yeah, general, yeah. you know, then you can draw your own like, oh, okay, well, if this is what is is being said, then I can use that to my advantage. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was super interesting uh, just because, you know, it starts out by the devil is um, explaining that he's nothing like physical in, in terms of like how we would see the devil Um, you know, we can't even perceive these things on his plane, uh, you know, whatever dimension that the devil and and God are existing in. Uh, I thought it was super interesting. Even the the negative energy, the half of everything in the universe, there's that negative force. Uh, I thought it was super interesting. Um, just, just kind of like getting, I think it's a good read for a reader who's maybe had trouble processing what the devil actually is, or maybe even what God is. This could give them like a stepping stone of like, okay, so the devil isn't actually physical it's a it's a a different play on what we would i guess normally show like visually you know we can have a a picture in our mind i mean i know we all read that in a human voice you know maybe it was like a little bit sketchy a little bit darker but even then like the devil's like inside of your mind you know yeah that was pretty interesting go ahead we have to do that like we learned that in the last book we have to tell everything as a story so yeah Mm -hmm. of course we like you know, manifest of the devil and like man, like human. Yeah. yeah. And movies too. 
Yeah. <laughs> fucking movies turning devils and aliens into real fucking <laughs> figures. They're all dark. <laughs> I like how he's like, you need to describe me as your majesty. Yeah. I didn't do it. You didn't do it? I just skipped that part. It. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to the devil but like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah not yeah. to me. That's Shoot. why. That's why. Like, I listen to the audiobook because the, in the audiobook is like it, it's a total. It's a, like a d- demonic yeah. voice. He's I like, think it's so interesting though. He starts out with that. Like even the the um the annotator Sharon. Yeah. And I think she describes like he, he's um he does that to kind of throw the reader off to be like yeah it's not your typical like the devil like the right. devil's like no address me yeah yeah, yeah how I took weird. that is like when we think of the righteous like right versus wrong when we think of right we think of righteous king like they deserve their respect they deserve their crown why is he a majesty but on the opposite end there's also a king or a majesty on the negative side so it's like how can we give power to the righteous but no power to the the evil side which I know we don't want to acknowledge that yeah they acknowledge it's there there. Mm -hmm. there. yeah that's a a good point you know yeah interesting I mean I still think go ahead I think they were supposed to do like it's supposed to kind of get you like infuriated you know yeah. like yeah i didn't want to do it either you know but like it's like he's being a good reporter like you know like a good reporter if they would be like interviewing kim jong-un yeah you would refer to him as your majesty like your like ideology aside yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah, that's because true. if you would if you would insult him he'd be like well interview's over i'm the fucking kim jong-un dog <laughs> yeah i'm gonna fucking talk to you you know yeah so he, uh, he's yeah. being a good reporter yeah i thought that it was interesting because the whole thing like, is he actually talking to the devil is he not it's like that question seems like yeah. yeah it's like behind because if he even if he did have the conversation with the devil he's processing it and writing it down so either yeah. way it's in his brain mm-hmm. so if i <laughs> i had to like take that part out of it and be like okay let's just imagine this is really happening yeah and so reading he, he it brought, in that he, brought, way. he brought some good points yeah the whole like two pack a day club yeah like, yeah Pretty ahead of his time. Yeah, World and, War. Like, I mean, yep. it's true. It's Before World War II was even yeah. happening. Yeah. E- even now, like people who smoke two packs a day, like you just see them and they look like their life's in bondage, like for real. <laughs> do you? Do you I, have, I haven't really seen anybody like smoke like that. Like, bro, you need to fucking start. Yeah. Going outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I see everybody with like fucking vape pens and shit now. Like, I don't two, really see one like, of those every two days. Uh, I don't. I guess is there like even research on like. Do they no, what's have your the mild time, dog? Effect like two uh, packs of cigarettes versus either way, two, it's an like, addiction. Yeah, it's an addiction. Either way, it's an addiction. Something has a hold of you that you don't <laughs> yeah. have control of. Exactly, it's, it's a so large weird. temptation. Yeah. It's it's so weird when in even the Your Majesty thing, I'm thinking of the devil as like some like really like bougie like celebrity. He's like, oh, <laughs> I gotta have my water at this temperature or else uh-huh. the interview's not happening. Yeah, address me as such. Or it's not wearing happening. a Gucci belt. He's just fucking like. <laughs> Oh Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. like, don't talk about Drake. Uh, all right, on, that same, boy, on that same note, um, the devil illustrates to Hill how the habit of smoking and drinking are used to destroy the power of independent thought. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, the devil's paradigm here. It's very true. I think it's, yeah, it's very true. Go ahead, John. Well, he says like his biggest ways to influence people is through fear. Right. And the two biggest fears is like money fears and like ailments yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. being sick like body ailments yeah yeah and smoking and drinking if nothing is if you do nothing to at the very least be a counter to those bad things you'd only get unhealthier right yeah True. yeah faster so faster right so mm-hmm. like 
even now, you know, we're like in our mid twenties and I can see friends who they really leaned into the whole like booze thing, you know, oh, it, looked, okay. it, it looked kind of, um, puffy, puffy. you know, Michelin, uh, <laughs> Firestone, uncooked so. tires. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I sure they left you happy when they look in the mirror, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's what you said earlier, Jay, too, like, um, the, the decisions we make now are going to be caught like the or the good actions we take now are going to be later yeah caught the, the consequence later is going to come i think ill ill health and ill financial situations are the number two factors that cause anybody to make a decision in life right now like mm-hmm. to do anything if you're sick you're going to go get medication if you don't have money you're going to go get make more money or you're not going to make money and that de- determines like a lot of how you live your life and how you think um i think that's by far like the biggest fear that everybody has on this planet is like do i have enough resource to survive and am i able to stand up on my own and move my hands in the correct ways like and if i can't there's something debilitating about that Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting too because like you're saying the two that he said both of those items drinking and smoking in excess or like you know just in a way that shouldn't be done uh, contributes to both of those, right? Poverty, yeah. right? If I if yeah. I have an addiction, I'm willing to go into poverty to continue yeah. that addiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, ill health, if I know there's bad qualities that this will give me and bad health effects later, but I still do it. So it's it's attacking both of those in one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the fear, the overall like fear starts to yeah grow, or the devil is occupying more of your mind. Yeah. That point, you and know? I think something that was really interesting is really that boiled down to you know Napoleon Hill asked the devil. He said, why is it these two are so impactful to you? And he said, because if I can get them started doing this young, it lowers their, Im- their, it lowers to the their barrier to entry. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if I can get them addicted to these things, then I can get them to do a lot of different things. Yeah. And you can see how those change like now. It's not, sm- I don't know. Like I, I still have the, the personal like opinion that like, I don't think, sm- I think smoking yeah, in the form of vaping is still a fucking big Cigarettes. thing, but I Dang. think the problems have like altered to the mm-hmm. younger crowd due to like social media and maybe like this fake reality, like video games goes into that. Like this online thing that people create characters behind when they don't really talk like that in real life. Okay. It's like the, the social realm of things. And like, I think the devil lives in that shit. Do you think in the way he said it is cigarettes and drinking at the time that might've been the top addiction, yeah, the, the yeah. top two. but yeah. I think it might, if you take cigarettes and a, a drinking out of it and you just replace it with the word addictions, do you think it still plays and serves the same role and purpose? No, uh, no? probably screen time, probably screen, screen time? time, just okay. overall screen time. Like tape the word video games out. Like, fucking you go home or your parents like scrolling facebook it's fucking weird you know yeah. <laughs> um I'm like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. no no yeah. I, I you'll never guess what on, on, on sandy said today 100 like agree with <laughs> and, and i'm the same way i'm on fucking instagram and shit i'm trying to go to bed i'm like let me check twitter i gotta fucking yeah, yeah. like make sure we're not going to do the war yeah. right now yeah uh, so like, oh there's a nuke coming that's crazy <laughs> uh, that's funny yeah I, I dude i scroll constantly through reddit it's got me right now. <laughs> uh oh. Kind of worse than TikTok right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> I, had to right. I had to delete TikTok. Shout out to. No, never mind. Don't shout out to TikTok. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move this forward. All right, so on uh, the next question I have here is um, The devil mentions the six most effective fears, and we've mentioned two of them already. 
uh, that he uses for mind control. That's verbatim. Poverty, criticism, ill health, loss of love, old age, and fear of death. Do any of these ring true for you? Do you feel the allure of any of these fears? The money one. The money. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. say, yeah, it's the same too. The, the money one and the ill, the Ill health. Like, I, I think that's that. why I put fitness and shit so high because it's like if i mm, mm. if i like if someone came to me and was like tomorrow you're you're not gonna be able to go to the gym for the rest of your life right like oh not even the gym just you're not gonna be able to be remain physically fit yeah. i would fucking start to like question my existence like really? fuck bro like i don't know <laughs> yeah, how i'm gonna man. mentally go through this shit like yeah. without being able to like exercise on some capacity to, right. so, to, go for a walk yeah i think right. that's a big part of my livelihood right now yeah. like okay so it's I, like I, I think i i I think I do a really good job about like keeping myself healthy. So like, that's not even a worry for me, you know, okay. like I'm like, I, I, mean, I take all my vitamins and do all my stretching and work out every day. So I'm like, like the joke, you like, what's your mile time? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm be saying that's on 40. So uh, like 50, you know? Uh, so like, I'm not too worried about that. And then your the kid money. says it to you. You're like, fuck you, Johnny. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fucking torching them. We never yeah. Them but yeah. yeah. So poverty, ill health. Mm, probably old age for me old age yeah mm, uh, why, is that, why is that scary um good question i guess just getting older and having uh people take care of me if it comes to that but i don't know if it would come to that i guess that's what i'm initially thinking of when i when i think of old age it's like oh dude you're so far i mean your parents aren't even there yet you know <clears throat> don't worry about that yeah that i mean but it is a it's a logical fear you know yeah that's uh that's what i'm thinking of right now and then that's what every birthday brings up yeah old yeah. age um no, i don't age i don't age <laughs> yeah black don't crack right yeah hell no yeah man i didn't get your lotion too yeah. uh, do any of you like somewhere do any of you have fear of criticism you know what no oh. i love it i love criticism me too I, I i like being barked at dude as long as like, it's construction honestly. like as long as it's um critical you know like yeah. there's actually i yeah. can actually use this you're not just being a dick you know me too I, actually um i've been getting a lot of, uh, i got my first stripe in jujitsu which is like was, was a big deal nice um, nice and like since then the guys were really starting to take me. i've just been putting in a lot of work yeah you know? yeah but when we're done rolling they're like hey dude x y or z and I'm like, thank you. You yeah. know, it's all criticism, Hell you know, yeah. but I'm like, thank you. It's like, it's exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank yeah. you. Like, I've ruined, like, yeah. So that's like what, I, what I wanted to hear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, I'm, I'm, T, I'm TAing at a college and, um, you, and going through college, it's so surprising how little, like, criticism you really get that's, that's like, critical that you can actually use yeah you don't really get that too much in life i feel like people are, yeah. are walking on eggshells because you don't want to offend anybody but criticism is a good thing it right? is right especially if it's coming from the right source and you value it yeah you know mm -hmm. if it's somebody like oh brazilian jiu-jitsu this person's got i don't know black belt and i i value what they say and because they're giving me feedback they didn't have to do that it's it's almost a form of respect right you know mm -hmm. and so uh, for me i don't that's not uh, one that fears me you know it mm -hmm. scares me i embrace it it's almost it's being the fool okay. right yeah it's being the fool and and some people that they're scared to do that i've, I've met and i know a couple mm -hmm. of those people for me no it's not it's not me i would say um older age i would say maybe i would say for myself just because it's like 
that's why I like the gym, you know, climbing gym activities, adventure, I'm doing it, like do it to get ahead. Like you can get and be healthy. Like John's doing, like you're doing, like you're doing, just going to the gym to be, get ahead of it. You know, you're going to get yeah. old, but what type of old do you want to be? Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. That's very true. I feel like that's not talked about enough. Walk like up. all we hear about right. is like, exactly. when you hit 30, oh, you're going to start filling in your back and when you're 40, you can't don't work. It. Yeah. It's because you don't fucking stretch. You're not mobile. You're <laughs> yeah. not fucking, you know what I mean? Like you've, you've dead it. You've yeah. delegated. First of all, you don't do shit. You <laughs> delegated a lot of like that, uh, I guess, health responsibility to like maybe financial responsibility. Like yeah. you took that big part that should be there, like, and put it somewhere else. And like yeah. the older you got, like, it's harder to be like, <laughs> stretchable mobile, yeah. like your Neglected. fucking legs hurt like Neglected it. it's like shit bro dude and most of the people that i see come like that are like oh you're getting older things are gonna start things yeah, start yeah. hurting i'm looking at them like mm, i don't know shit, bro, I you're talking like, to a dog you like shit dog yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what i don't you know dog. you're talking to not a me. gorilla bro what's your not mile me. time yeah, yeah. <laughs> not me dude <laughs> it's a funny it's so funny that we say that most people, if you ask them, I feel like, what's your mile time? They're like, oh, psh, I haven't ran in years. Probably yeah. About 20 minutes. Yeah, that's the joke. People can say all they, all they want, dude. What's your mile time? <laughs> oh, you don't run? Fucking pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like the, don't, don't, like, keep wearing your mask, dude. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. That's keep my whole thing. <laughs> oh, whoa. Canceled. Got him. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Huh. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I actually, I, well, go ahead, Tom. One thing, because the, the mass thing bled into my mind of like different thoughts. One thing I just wanted to go ahead. We're talking about fear okay. and like how we're talking about like the devil is it inside outside? Yeah. And the fear, fear only comes from within, right? Yeah. Right. This whole book is about like, well, maybe we're into it early, but it's about like, I guess, not mastering fear, not being paralyzed by fear is maybe the word, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but this whole COVID lockdown stuff, it was like other people's fear. Uh, who don't have like the best grasp on their own fear was projected and weighted on, on like everybody as a whole. Mm -hmm. and, it, it, and it was like a weird thing. Like, I know a joke, but like, like <laughs> the fat person at Walmart with the mask who fucking can't walk and she's got to drive the thing, like her fears, <laughs> which are, which is, can she get back into her car? You know, because it's hard <laughs> to get in and out. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, was like projected on me and i was shackled by like fears that have like nothing to do with me you know oh, yeah um like people were worried about their health and stuff and i'm like i think me and my friends are good yeah and i don't know why i have to stop living life because you guys are scared yeah it's um, like along those lines of preventative versus cure yeah man yeah it's like the criticism thing like I feel like people only find the way they find themselves projecting their fears because it's like they haven't been criticized enough. Yeah. They haven't been told like, Hey, you might want to fix this shit because if shit hits the fan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you can't project uh, this shit on other people, but right. that's you're what people have been me told. For how I am. Dude. Yeah. That's like, not, <laughs> like, and you're going to love it. And it's like, you're going to love bro, it. I'm the best I could be. There, there cannot be a world where we can't criticize. Wrong. <laughs> like, Wrong. Oh, yeah. This Check. is the best you can be. <laughs> you're fucked <laughs> you're wrong huh. yeah. all right here's actually an, an interesting quote um the last page before channel uh chapter four i thought was interesting i want you guys to yeah. mention what you think it reminds you of so this is the devil answering um the question of from napoleon hill uh let us get away from personalities i came here to learn more about you not to discuss myself please go ahead with your story and tell me of the many tricks you have devised for gaining control of the human mind 
What is your most powerful weapon right now? He says, the devil says, if I can start the world to killing on a wholesale basis, I shall be able to put into operation my favorite device for mind control. It is what you may call mass fear. Hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Exactly. If I can get everybody scared, they'll do exactly what I tell them to do. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and remember the video Awaken JP we saw, where mm-hmm. it was like a, a mass psychosis was to get everybody yeah, scared and then offer them one the one option to fix it. Mm-hmm. Which one was that? Was Awaken with JP. I'll show you later. But um, yeah, it's anyway, it before, mass yeah. fear is his biggest control. Yeah. Yep. Mass fear. Mass right. Fear, and mass w- fear. when when have we seen mass fear? Nine eleven, COVID, big things like that. Like, yeah. Scary. In those, it, look what happens during those times. We we let go of some of our freedoms. And you never get them back and you never get them back. And because you get scared and because you're a mass fear, I just got to manipulate you into whatever I want you to do. If as long as it makes you feel good. That was the whole thing. Like the whole COVID lockdown, like, cause they they really wanted to start implementing stuff like, like, uh, vaccine passports and stuff. And people were like, why, what's the problem? It's like, don't you understand? Like that's the shit they would do in communist Russia. Mm -hmm. Like that's the shit they do in China. Like, Crazy. what are you talking? And like, once that's in the play, there's no like, take it back. That's it. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. yeah, it's gone, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, but people are s- s- yeah. sheep. If they you feel think. scared, that's the time when you got to think, yo. That's the time well, when you got to think. Yeah, he, he talks about it. The only way to beat me is to be a thinker. He's like, there's only like 1% of the world or something, or something like that. Yeah. Like, 2%. Yeah. He said, um, he actually describes who his biggest enemies are, and he says, um, all who, <laughs> yeah, he said all all who inspire people to think and act on their own initiative are my enemies, and he lists like you know Socrates, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. just big names like that. So I I read that and I thought to myself, I was like, am I considered a thinker? Like, am I going against evil? Mm. I hope so. Yeah, you know, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, think about it. Oh yeah. Don't All right, here's, a, here's something I noticed, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. I said, do you all find it interesting? But first and foremost, um, he calls, he actually has the devil, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're talking to, the devil. the devil, right? What does he refer to as the opposite? He hasn't said yet. No, okay, in my book, he says infinite intelligence. Have you read that yet? Oh, yeah. I read that part. Mm, yeah. Right? And he said, um, he talks to uh, Thomas, uh, I think it's Thomas Edison, and he says, on this side, we are all gods. You remember that? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's talking in inter- Okay. So he's having a talk with Thomas Edison in his visible council, and he's asking him about the the afterlife. Right. Mm-hmm. He says, "Is there a God on that side?" Right. And Thomas Edison said, "On this side, on this plane, we are all gods." Right. So we have a devil, but on the flip side, we only have an infinite tel- intelligence. What I thought was really interesting is if there's an equal and opposite reaction. Right. How do we have a devil that's a, an entity, but we don't have a God that's an entity in this book? Hmm. That's a good question. Go ahead, John. Um, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's like, okay, in the same way, like humans can't define what consciousness is, you know? Like we only have like a vague sense of what heaven is because like, it's like in theory, the goodest of good. And, yeah. Like, it, it's not based in reality. Right. Right. But like evil is, we see it all the time. So, so like, I think it's easier for us to like manifest what's bad and like mm. 
what's good is infinite right but like it's it's not based like you, you can always be good or good right there's like never like there's never like you did it 100 correct you know mm. you can always like do it better yeah we're like bad's really easy to find you're like hey stealing's bad you know lines bad you know yeah. and like you really easy to draw someone that's like a villain but drawing a hero is kind of hard that's why we make them like fucking goofy with capes and shit you know <laughs> okay yeah i see what you're saying yeah, I just thought it was interesting that there's a there's a king at the top of evil, but there's no king at the top of good in this book. He only talks like, about infinite intelligence. He doesn't mention you would think it would be God, right? He'd yeah, like you the think that there the has devil. to be an equal to an opposite. The, he doesn't he just says the opposition. He just does he doesn't say, Yeah, the God did this. But even Napoleon yeah. Hill himself, yeah. right, says that there he he says in whatever intelligent infinite intelligence I was talking to, it wasn't um whatever God I was talking to. And, and then it was, I'm talking to the devil. It's not, I'm talking to the infinite intelligence of negativity. Hmm. Right? That there was, there was no flip to that. I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to know if you guys noticed it. But I get what John's saying too. It's like, it's easier to pick out the negative because our eyes and our, our brains are conditioned to that. Yeah. But like John was saying, good can go infinitely. I think bad can go infinitely as well. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Because you, you can, you, just like, um, what's it, Archipelago? Dang it that from JBP's book, but he talks about how policemen become people that work for Nazis and kill people. Right. Yeah. And you can I, continually I, I go all, down. I think about that all the time. I'm like, you're like, capable. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. 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 And so I just thought it was interesting that he didn't, if we're just doing based on formulas and laws that we believe, then there has to be a God. If he's talking to the devil or he's just talking to a, a dark intelligence unit you know i i don't yeah. know though like like you know science is about discovery and stuff you know true mm-hmm. it, it's like trying to uh, you know it's like we're trying to figure out how this shit works like the good stuff you know and like the person made a fucking math formula on like what equals good you know yeah mm-hmm. was like time and remember earlier in one of our earlier things i was like habits over time equals yeah. like a good life or whatever squared yeah i think like that i feel like like thomas edison trying to figure like figure that invention like an Elon Musk trying to like build these rockets to go to space. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're all trying to solve this thing that like they don't know, you know, it's okay. like yeah. the equal, it's the equal better, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, wasn't it described in, in the interview that one things like as technology progresses sort of like, you know, we don't get as much ill health. Um, poverty is, you know, a little bit mm. better than it. Those are like kind of like the opposition as well like the well-being True. of people because their fear kind of diminishes. Yeah. If more people are scared about becoming poor, then the devil has more of a control over them. I thought yeah. it was really interesting <clears throat> that he said that he feared the Rockefeller organization. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys I think about like, that? Whoa, I thought that was whoa. cool. Well, think about the time the book came out. They had a huge, like, a philanthropy. Yeah, they had influence over the whole yeah. world. Yeah, I was like, it makes sense. They're, they're painted in a real bad light now, you know? Yeah. But I was like, also... Like you said philanthropy. I mean, they change the world just through money, right? You know? yeah. Seriously. Right. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting part. It, it is definitely. Yeah, I don't. That's it's sort of hard to talk about the infinite intelligence because it goes both ways. It's negative and positive. But like, I don't know why he didn't draw a conclusion to like yeah. God. You There's know? just some things I think we can't think it's right? conceptualize yet. You know, that's what I've been trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. We can't think about like. Because if we're thinking, if the devil isn't a human or physical thing in our reality, it's hard for us to kind of like put 
like labels on things or just even think about it we can give it a face like you know like the red devil with the horns and whatnot or even like god you know is he a guy with like a white robe on in the sky you know we're we're thinking of the very like human um uh i guess portrayal of these things because it's something familiar it's a face Right. I think it has something, I don't know, when I think of infinite, I think of something that's on a, like, a, um, systematic, like, not a systematic, but, like, I want to use the word systematic just for this, like, systematic loop. Like, yeah. it's on a um, f- revolving, like, wheel of just going back and forth, and I think when you find yourself in the wrong infinite, then that's where, like, you take the infinite loop, and you, like, place good or bad in it, and if it's mm-hmm. bad, then you're on this infinite loop of bad. But if you place good in it, then you're on an infinite loop of consciousness. Now that's a cl- that's a closed loop. Or a closed loop, like isn't that the infinite that's a closed sign? Loop. Infinite, yeah. infinite yeah, means yeah. it would just never end. Like but it would going. keep going. Oh, bro, you talking let's about? Let's say it's 3D though. You have a loop and then a loop and then a loop and then what, a loop. Isn't the infinity sign like a, yeah. a sideways eight? You're talking about the it's multiverse, dog. Yeah, yeah, it's a sideways eight. <laughs> but if you like take that, flip it on a side, one side's higher than the other. You just continually go up. Oh, like a spiral. Just keeps going up. Yeah. yeah, but it can go the opposite too. Exactly, because if it's exactly. infinite, it's you. You got a Ross end gun on your hand. Maybe you know, what are you gonna put in there? You the know the word devil was used. <laughs> the word the what? word dork alert. <laughs> the word devil was used to like market the yeah. The, it's a the, the book. That's a buzzword. Yeah, you know, devil. to this day. Yeah, this so. day. Yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting too because um, just to if we can conceptualize the ultimate evil, we have to be able to conceptualize the ultimate good. What's the ultimate good? God. If it's the devil is all the evil, then it has to be God. The other what, side. what did we just learn about love? There's something. Someone some, said something about love, or no? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll move us on. You think about that. Um, was there any quotes that you guys really wanted to mention that really stood out to you? And maybe we Devin can discuss Wright, them. Devin already touched on all of mine. Okay. Let's see. If we can... I have a couple, but um, I'll I'll just choose like one. Uh, I guess so adding three? to the ones I have, like any of them, yeah, any of them. The personal success equation says combining your passion, which is P, with your talent, T, and then seeking the right association and taking the right action are very important components for success. But when you combine all those components with a strong faith in yourself and your mission, you truly have your personal success equation. And, and the equation has P for passion, T for talent, and like. Uh, maybe I'll drop a like a screenshot of like what it looks like in the book, but okay. I think that was really cool. Like um, the end uh, addition would be faith. Like you can have all those components of like talent, passion. Uh, what I think of is like um, you could have someone that's talented from birth versus someone that's a hard worker at like a young age. They weren't born talented, but they learned how to work hard. That work ethic. Yeah. No. The person that has the stronger worth that work ethic is going to go a lot farther because they they have the sustainability to mm. continue to put the con- consistent work in. Yeah. The person with the talent thinks their talent's just going to get them somewhere, right. and it, like it has to get them somewhere somewhere because they're talented. Yeah. Jamarcus it's Russell, like, nah, yeah. no, I don't like work like that. <laughs> yeah, boy, you better get to work. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I thought this quote was pretty interesting. Um, this is, let's see, what section is this? My other self makes good. That's what it's titled in mine. Okay. Um, on page thirty-six. At the bottom, he's talking about uh, defeat and like temporary failure. And then this paragraph states, 
The other self follows no precedents, recognizes no limitations, and always finds a way to accomplish desired ends. It may meet with temporary defeat, but not with permanent failure. I am as, sh as sure of the soundness of the statement as I am of the fact of being engaged in writing these lines. So, um, I, I liked that quote, um, just because, you know, the other self kind of just does see no, no limitations. It's only the ones that you place on yourself or that version of yourself. Mm. And it, it always finds a way to even push through, I guess, the, the temporary defeats that comes with going on this journey of having the other self lead, lead the engine, uh, or be the, the engine person because, um, yeah, man, I, I think temporary like defeat is gonna happen in life you know everything that we set we like just like the edison example right there was temporary defeats all the way up until he got the one the one thing that uh led to his success at the time you know there was ten thousand failures but he didn't really see them as a complete permanent failure it was uh it was a t just a temporary defeat a building block yeah and i i love that quote that was dope. yeah i like that too i went to um there's a the NASA museum in Houston, Texas, and that's his nice. quote. He said um, on the wall, it said, uh, "Some people look at it as ten thousand failures. I look at it as ten thousand new ways of thinking." Shit, <laughs> fucking amazing. And I, I thought that Bars. was just great because it's like, attack the problem. It doesn't work. What can I use from it? Next, attack the problem. What can I use from it? You know, and like you have ten thousand of those, you're gonna get really good. You know? Yeah. I love that too. I think that's so good. And and everything's a skill. And that's what makes it so cool is that you're going to take defeat in everything you do. But as you continue to do that, your bar for success just continues to climb. Yeah, he processed you know, so cool. defeat. Yeah. yeah, in everything you do. like you, There's nothing you can't learn. That's mm -hmm. what's so cool. Um, all right, so here's mine. This is a, a question and answer, and I just want to hear your guys' thoughts. So... He says, will you please pardon my rudeness, but I would not be able to look at myself in the face again if I did not tell you here and now that you are the damnedest fiend ever to be turned loose <laughs> on innocent people. I always had the wrong conception of you. I thought you were kind enough to let people alone while they were living, that you, were merely tortured, that you merely tortured their souls after death. Now I learn from your own brazen confession that you destroyed their right to freedom of thought and cause them to go through a living hell on earth. What do you have to say to that? And the devil says, I never lose self-control. Hmm. Interesting. Self-control. I never lose self-control. Yeah. He's saying when we lose self-control is when, when he starts to get us mm. and he's like, and he's like, I never lose self-control, so I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. So he's even worse than what we think is because he knows what he's doing. He, is that basically Yeah, it's not that he does it just to do it. It's that he's doing it because he knows, he knows at this point right now your, your self-control is low. He's like, all right, I'm going I'm to lead this boot, uh, yeah. the caboose. So right now I can damage his integrity. Yeah. Right now That's I can throw the, out temptation. <clears throat> the devil's great at tempting yeah. and capitalizing on your urges. I thought that quote was really like cool, and never, I'm still pondering it. He never takes the gas pedal off. Like he's always focused on like, okay, just wait till just you wait. slip up. From yeah, the yeah. the moment you were born, he's like, yeah. all right, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not hands off until then. I'll, you know, yeah. pay. He'll pay for his sins after that. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna fuck with you right now. He's making investments real fuck early. Fuck with you. No, I think, no, I think he's mocking you. I think mm. he's mocking Ooh, humans. Let me, let me hear that. 
that's what I mean is like, he's like, I never lose self-control. So like, whenever we lose self-control, he's greater than you. It, no, whenever we lose self-control is normally when like we lose like, like wagers and like the devil cashes in. Okay. Let's say like, like a health bar and he, he, he's like taking away your health and adding to his or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Every time you lose self-control, it's like a whittled down of HP. He gets a little bit more. Okay. And he's just like, he's mocking you because he's like, I don't like, I never lose self-control. So I don't see what the problem is. Like, like if you just didn't lose self-control, like I wouldn't even be an issue to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great breakdown, John. Great breakdown. Yeah. Um, great chapters. Great chapters. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed those. Um, if there's nothing else for you guys to mention, I'm going to take us out. Uh, I Please. think this, this is setting the tone for a really good uh, conversation moving forward. Yeah. I'm like, definitely. ooh, now, now, it's, now this book has me hooked. I'm like, all right. Yeah, talk to the devil in you. Talk to the devil in you. Have a meeting. All right, thank you so much for watching another episode of Paradigm Podcast. We hope you had a thought-provoking thought watch. We hope you enjoyed it. Whatever you were thinking, any questions you got, maybe you have something to interject on the conversation, please put it down below. We'll, uh, we'll reach back out. We want to have some community engagement. Um, and on that note, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell, let that thing go ding. And then uh, <laughs> you keep moving. You go down to the description box. You'll find all the information you need to find, socials, our contact information. So we look forward to hearing from you, and we really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, so before we take off, make sure you remember, now equals tomorrow. Peace. Peace.